Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Concord Quotes, a podcast that takes you through the Lutheran confessions in a year. So grab your book of Concord and join us as we begin today's reading. Today's reading is from the Large Catechism, Article 1, 49 through 60. The Second Commandment. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. As the first commandment has instructed the heart and taught the basis of faith, so this commandment leads us forth and directs the mouth and tongue to God. For the first objects that spring from the heart and manifest themselves are words. Now, as I have taught above how to answer the question, what it is to have a God, so you must learn to comprehend simply the meaning of this and all the commandments and to apply it to yourself. If then it be asked, how do you understand the second commandment or what is meant by taking in vain or misusing God's name? Answer briefly thus. It is misusing God's name when we call upon the Lord God, no matter in what way for purposes of falsehood or wrong of any kind. Therefore, this commandment enjoins this much, that God's name must not be appealed to falsely or taken upon the lips while the heart knows well enough or should know differently as among those who take oaths in court where one side lies against the other. For God's name cannot be misused worse than for the support of falsehood and deceit. Let this remain the exact German and simplest meaning of this commandment. From this, everyone can readily infer when and in how many ways God's name is misused, although it is impossible to enumerate all its misuses. Yet, to tell it in a few words, all misuse of the divine name occurs first in worldly business and in matters which concern money, possessions, honor, whether it be publicly, in court, in the market, or wherever else men may make false oaths in God's name, or pledge their souls in any matter. And this is especially prevalent in marriage affairs, where two go and secretly betroth themselves to one another, and afterward abjure their plighted troth. But the greatest abuse occurs in spiritual matters, which pertain to the conscience when false preachers rise up and offer their lying vanities as God's word. 
Behold, all this is decking oneself out with God's name or making a pretty show or claiming to be right, whether it occur in gross worldly business or in sublime, subtle matters of faith and doctrine. And among liars belong also blasphemers, not alone the very gross well-known to everyone who disgrace God's name without fear. These are not for us, but for the hangman to discipline but also for those who publicly traduce the truth and God's word and consign it to the devil. Of this there is no need now to speak further. Here, then, let us learn and take to heart the great importance of this commandment, that with all diligence we may guard against and dread every misuse of the holy name as the greatest sin that can be outwardly committed. For to lie and deceive in itself is a great sin, but is greatly aggravated when we attempt to justify it and seek to confirm it by invoking the name of God and using it as a cloak for shame, so that from a single lie, a double lie, nay, manifold lies result. For this reason, too, God has added a solemn threat to this commandment to wit. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain, that is, it shall not be condoned to any one, nor pass unpunished. For as little as he will leave it unavenged, if any one turn his heart from him, as little will he suffer his name to be employed for dressing up a lie. Now, alas, it is a common calamity in all the world that there are as few who are not using the name of God for purposes of lying, and all wickedness as there are those who with their heart trust alone in God. For by nature we all have within us this beautiful virtue, to wit that whoever has committed a wrong would like to cover up and adorn his disgrace, so that no one may see it or know it. And no one is so bold as to boast to all the world of the wickedness he has perpetrated. All wish to act by stealth and without anyone being aware of what they do. Then, if any one be arraigned, the name of God is dragged into the affair and must make the villainy look like godliness and shame like honor. This is the common course of the world, which, like a great deluge, has flooded all lands. Hence, we have also as our reward what we seek and deserve, pestilences, wars, famines, conflagrations, floods, wayward wives, children, servants, and all sorts of defilement. Whence else should so much misery come? It is still a great mercy that the earth bears and supports us. This concludes today's reading. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Concord Quotes. For more quotes from the Book of Concord, like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Concord Quotes 1530, or you can follow us on Twitter at Concord Quotes. <laughs>